0: Turn our Bibles to Psalm 24. I have it on the screen quite alright, but still turn your Bibles there. Because we're going to read together the whole of Psalm 24, quickly. Okay, are we all there? Okay, one, two, go. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord Strong and Mighty, the Lord Mighty in Battle. Lift up your heads, O gates; even lift them up, ye the everlasting doors, and the King of Glory shall come in. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord of Hosts. He is the King of Glory. The Lord bless reading of His Word. Now that's Psalm twenty-four. It can be broken into three different sections, and I want you to listen to me carefully. Section 1 is verses 1 and 2 And it states Purely and clearly That God the Almighty Is the sovereign ruler of the universe it says, the earth is the Lord's And the fullness thereof The world and they that dwell therein And it tells you why For he hath founded it upon the seas And established it upon the floods Then section 2 Verses 3, 2 to 6 He says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Now, interestingly, for those who have been diligent in, in digging deep, you will notice that section 2 is similar to Psalm 15. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle, who shall dwell in thy holy hill, he that worketh what, uprightly, and walketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart, he that biteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is contemned, And he honneth them that fear the Lord. He that swear to his own hurt and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall what? Never be moved. And never be moved means that you will be like Mount Zion, which abides for how long? Forever. So you see that Psalm 24, section 2, verses 3 to 6, is so similar to Psalm 15. And you know we spent quite some time talking about Psalm 15. Then, then section 3 of Psalm 24 says, that's verses 7 through to 10, which is where we're going to spend some time today. It says, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. And somebody says, from within, who is this King of glory? And the answer comes forth, the Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord Mighty in battle, lift up your heads, O ye gates. Even lift them up ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Now, Bible scholars, since this is beginning, believe, some Bible scholars believe that this psalm was written by David on the occasion of the bringing in of the ark from the house of Obedidon to Mount Zion which we all should know about and that at the point where they get to the city gates David just simply and that's one of the things we will just have to begin to do David just goes wild and says lift up your heads O ye gates and instructs the gates to open up so that the king of glory shall come in and the king of glory you find in this instance was in the ark that was being brought in. Now, that's not really very important in the sense that these Bible scholars were not there. So, but then that's how we get PhDs. You sit down and then you have a brainwave. And what we are going to be talking about is how not to have a brainwave. Everybody say gates. Yeah. It is the reference to the opening of the city gates that we want to spend some time today and for a while. Because God will help each one of us understand what we are talking about today. It's because it will change your life. I can guarantee that. First, what is a gate? I, I actually spent some time checking the meaning of the word gate and I couldn't find the meaning in the in in whole big computer. But the important thing is a gate really is that which you can gain either entrance or an exit through to a city or out of a city when that city is surrounded by a wall should we? that make sense? Good A good example, Joshua chapter 6 You know about Joshua? Chapter, Joshua chapter 6 This is about Jericho The capture of Jericho Chapter 6 verse 1 is interesting It says Now Jericho, which is the main city Was strictly what? Shut up Because of the children of Israel None went out And none came in When it says Jericho was strictly shut up, it means that the gates of Jericho were shut. Because the people were afraid that the children of Israel were coming. They had such huge walls, we all know that, that they knew that if they were to come in at all, they had to come in through where? The city gates. So they shut the gates. So nobody could go out, nobody could come in. And that's exactly the problem of gates. When gates are shut, What is inside remains where? Inside What is outside remains where? Outside Outside. Exactly So the Bible says Jericho was straightly shut up So that the Amorites Living in Jericho Whom God had judged And therefore had given away their city Now locked themselves in In that city The children of Israel That God had handed over the city to we were coming to take their rightful possession, were now shot where out. They couldn't get into the city. Now, what that then tells you is that when gates are shut, two things can happen, as I've just explained in the case of Jericho now. In other words, you can shut out good. In the case of the children of Israel, it was their rightful possession. Then you can shut in the bad. Okay, let me give you a good example. Make it look up. Some of you here, every night when you go to bed, you lock your doors. Abby, and inside that house, you and your house girl, who is a first class witch, <laughs> spend the night together. Uh, uh, it's true, and you lock your door well. So even if the witch who to leave, safe, can leave. That's what can happen when we shut, you can switch these things off for now, when we shut um, gates. There's a good example in Judges chapter 16. In Judges chapter 16, Samson decides that he's going to have some fun. And he goes to a city called Gaza. Verses 1 and 2. It says, Then went Samson to Gaza and saw there an hallock and went in unto her. And was told the Gazites, saying, Samson is come hither. And they compassed him in. And laid wait for him all night In the gate of what? Of the city And were quiet all the night Saying in the morning When it is day We shall kill him So they shut the city gates And locked in who? The enemy The Bible tells us that Jesus Christ was crucified at Golgotha The place of the skull Outside where? The city gates So they shut the gates of the city And took the prince of life outside And killed him outside of the city so when, when you shut gates because you have to understand this, this issue of gates I'll explain why in a minute when, when gates are shut it can work both ways you can lock in some good, you can lock in some bad you can lock out some good you can lock out some some bad as you see in the case of um, of Samson this therefore explains to us that gates are what? Very important as far as cities are concerned. Actually, cities that are walled. If you, if you remember the story of Nehemiah, one of the things that made him really sad was just the thought that the walls of Jerusalem had been destroyed. And he just was so sad, he went back to try and rebuild the wall. Because once the walls are down, you see, the walls represent like a hedge. Do you understand? So, gates are really, therefore, because they are the things that let you in and they are the places where you come out through now in Bible days therefore what people did was they made sure that only the elders were kept at the gates they didn't just put anybody there they had to put people who were wise to watch over the gates because the gates were just the main thing, if you can get through the gates you can get into the city we were the spies the managed to come down the wall, and they, for the first angel to open the gates to go and look for for them. Deuteronomy 21. Just lay the foundation on the gates so that we will move forward. In verses 18 through to 21. I'll read. It says, "If a man have a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that." When they have chastened him Will not hearken unto them Then shall his father and his mother Lay hold on him And bring him out unto the elders of his city And unto the gate of his his place And they shall say unto the elders of the city This our son is stubborn and rebellious He will not obey our voice He is a glutton and a drunkard And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones That he die so, shall thou put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. The important thing is that there was a rule in Israel. If a child was just totally headstrong, stubborn, rebellious, they took the child to who? To the elders. Where were the elders? At the gates. The elders represented what? Wisdom. So they put wise elders to watch over the gates. Genesis 19, verse 1 says, And there came two angels to Sodom at evening and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them and he bowed himself before his face with his face towards the ground. So that tells you that Lot had become what? An elder in Sodom. Not just a useless elder, a wise elder because he was found where? At the city gates. City Gate was the main place where the real people stayed Because that's where people come in through That's where people go out from Matthew chapter 16 Verse 18 In answer to the question "Who do men say that I am? And then finally In answer to the question But who do you say that I am? And in, and in, in, in response to Peter's Thou art the Christ Jesus says And I say also unto thee Thou art what? Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church And the gates of where? Yes Shall not prevail against it So what does that mean Therefore From what we have just explained The gates of hell Because you see, many of us know that scripture And many of us think about the gates of hell What it means therefore is that The elders of hell Shall not do what? Prevail against the church Because we have just established that when you see gates who do they put at the gates? Elders and what is significant about these elders? They have wisdom It's because one of the things that many of us don't understand is that whatever you find in life you also find in, in the kingdom of darkness So Jesus here tells us that hell itself has what? Gates So there is the, an entry point into hell and there is an exit point the only thing is that um, it only uses as an entry point Only one person ever went in there and came out again And that person was Jesus But the, the important thing about it is that When you see the gates of hell You almost understand clearly therefore That there are the elders of hell So there are some powerful Nice looking witches and wizards Like the types you have in your villages Who guard the gates of hell Just like all gates are guarded they, they are there to watch over that situation. And Jesus says, I will build my church. Listen carefully. Someone just pointed to me now. Listen carefully. He says, says, Thou art true, Peter. And upon this rock, which we've explained to me, Peter meaning Petrus, a small rock, what had happened was Peter had received a revelation from God. He says, Ah, Peter, it wasn't man that revealed this information to you. It's from my father in what? in heaven, listen listen carefully, so he says, because of this revelation, he says, says, my church, listen carefully, is going to be built on what? On revelation, on revelation. If you don't have the revealed knowledge of God's word, you are not going anywhere, you will find that very shortly. He says, and therefore, the gates of hell will not do what? Prevail against what? The
1: church. So,
0: so, So what we are seeing therefore is that Jesus is here saying that once the church has revelation understands what God is saying in his word it will be able to put aside who? The elders of hell. But once the church does not have revelation and does not understand like Jesus said to the disciples okay, who do you people say I am? They told him. He says okay, you who have been living with me day in, day out who do you say I am? They didn't know. And because they didn't know It meant clearly that the elders of hell could do what? Could deal with them. Do you understand? So what what if they knew who it was that was with them? It meant that the elders of hell would do what? Not have any effect. Do you understand why God now says my people perish or are destroyed for lack of? Yes. So the, the, the hell has gates and has elders that preside over those gates. Now, so what's all this got to do with you and I. You know, that's the next stage of what we're going to talk about. Because it's good to understand the issue of gates and the gates of hell. The truth is, if you remember at the beginning of the year, at the um, Thanksgiving service we had, we talked about the fact that Jerusalem has how many gates? Twelve gates, yes. So God is a God of gates. He understands this thing about gates. And we said that the first gate, the gate of that, that ties in with the month of January, is called what?
1: Hell.
0: City of David don't forget just guess first food guess. <laughs> some people are just thinking and dreaming money <laughs> the new gate that's how you just guess new year, new gate what else can it be, first food gate <laughs> who says first food may the Lord bless you with more money than you can spend just <laughs> thinking mo- and, and this is about money also <laughs> but indirectly <laughs> ok let's go quickly to what we are going to the human being is made up of gates also each person that is here gate number one are your eyes was say eye gates eyes. Yes. everybody's eyes and you see that's where a lot of us have problems I'm not going to spend time on that for today. Everybody's eyes are what? Gates. Now just cast your mind back quickly to what we just said about gates. So if your eyes are shut, like Jericho was strictly shut up, what will happen? You will not see outside. You will only see what? Inside. What that definitely tells you is simply this. When your eye gates are shut, the truth is there are many things that are beneficial to you that you will not see and that's problem number one of christendom everyone say problem number one problem. yes 99 percent of christians go around with their eyes or eye gates short so they can't see the things that are beneficial to them what they see are the things that the elders of hell show them because their eye gates are short and the bible confirms it it says in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no vision, the people perish. In other words, let's put it another way, where the eye gates are short, the people will what? Perish. Where your eye gates are short, that means you will what? Perish. Because you need your eye gates to be open if you're going to make a success out of life. Once it's short, it's short. You can't see what God has put around you and many people go around life and their eye gates are actually shut that's why I gave the example I gave on Wednesday evening how I looked at two things one was exceptionally beautiful the other was very ordinary and I had to make a choice and God helped me because the exceptionally beautiful one the scripture that just hit me immediately was how the lifted up his eyes and saw the watered Valley of Jordan ah. so I chose the one that did not look good See, because you use your natural eyes that's what happened to Lot Lot's eye gates were what? yes so the elders of hell showed him where Sodom because they were the ones at work there do you understand? and so Proverbs twenty-nine eighteen says where there is no vision where the eye gates are shut the people will perish It is therefore imperative it is therefore important that your eye gates are opened and they'll be open today i said they'll be open today all eye gates will be open today they have to be open because of what god wants to do they just have to be open next your ears are gates your ears are gates and to show you precisely what happens when the ear gates are shut Turn to the famous chapter of Isaiah Chapter 6 Isaiah chapter 6 Let's read verses 8 through to 10 together Verses 8 through to 10 Isaiah chapter 6 Verses 8 through to 10 I'm going to rush now because we've got to do some work Isaiah chapter 6 verses 8 through to 10 Are we all there? Oh yeah, let's do it together, 1, 2, go Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send And who will go for us Then said I here am I, send me. And he said, Go and tell these people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. See ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the hearts of these people fat. Make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes. Lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert and be healed. It he is make their ear what? Heavy. So that they can hear. You see, because once you, you cannot hear, deliverance will not come your way, healing will not come your way, salvation will not come your way. That's why in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, the Bible says, So then faith cometh out by hearing, and hearing by, by the word of God. And one of the things that the Jero here said to us is that which we've been seeing here. In fact. I was so happy because he said to everybody in Israel, he said, go and buy Bible on tape and buy a tape recorder, have I told you to buy that before, yes. once, yes. twice, yes. he said because faith will not come by studying, neither will it come by, by reading, he says take the word of God seriously, he says it comes by, yes. by hearing. And many of us don't have time to hear We have a lot of time to read Can read It's okay to read the Bible It's good to study the Bible There's a blessing for studying the Bible For reading the Bible But the thing that comes From hearing is what? And without faith You can't please God So we need to That's why sometimes When sometimes I counsel people And we are dealing with demonic spirits I just tell them Take your Bible Take a chapter Read it out Loud. I'm not going into that today again. But it works. How? Why? I don't know. It just says what the word of God says. It says faith comes out by Hear. hearing. And hearing the word of God. I can't imagine going to bed with my Bible on tape off. It doesn't, it just, and, and I have an auto I've told you before now, my, my, my caterpillar is auto reversed. When you play, finish this side, start again. If you need there, it start again. Till morning. They haven't made the demons that will come near my house. They have not been made. Because all they will hear is what? The word of God. Why are you, some of you are doing like this? Are you hearing it for the first time? That's how we went to Israel. They took us to go and look at the tabernacle. The tabernacle we saw was what they call the first class of fegit tabernacle. And two of of David really, really made me unhappy that day. They were busy writing down the error that was being propounded. At one point I had to tell the woman teaching, I said, Madam, hold on a second. Shall I explain what's going on here? So I explained a bit of what was going on. And I looked like at our people. Some of, some of them are inside. Well, yeah, let me not look in that direction. I said, no, well, they do this thing for church, you'll come. Then you now come and start speaking error.
2: Anyway,
0: that's why they say some people eye gate done shot, mouth gate done shot, ear gate done shot. Where are they going? That's not number it's not going anywhere Your mouth is what? It's a gate The mouth is also a gate And guess what? The mouth is a gate to where? To your heart To your heart For out of the abundance of the heart What happens? The mouth speaks So your mouth is a gate to your heart Proverbs 18.21 says Death and life are in the power of the tongue And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof how you open or close or shut your mouth gates will determine whether you live or die. That's why I said at the very beginning, how many people prophesied to themselves. You see, when you begin to understand God, this life is so simple. You are the ones who make it difficult. So simple. Why must you wake up in the morning and just get up and go when God has put power inside you? Me, I, mean, I will leave my house. I have not blessed myself Then somebody else will come and meet me in the office Which is probably I'm beginning to pray for the blessing And you find it very interesting Because in church Even here in the situation Things are going to change a little bit We must take even the temperature Of what we are doing here a little bit higher We have people in our midst Who are gentlemen and ladies You know So when you say praise the Lord They don't want to shout They don't understand what is going on But that's the wisdom of God It's the wisdom of God, your mouth is is powerful. And God expects that you will use it powerfully. There's nothing you can do. He's giving you the power. But if you just keep quiet, which is so easy to do, nothing anybody can do. And because many people do not know, that's why the gates of hell, the elders of hell, prevail. Two more gates. Your nose, your nostrils are gates. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground And breathed into it His nostrils What did he breathe in his nostrils? What do you breathe out of your nostrils? The breath of life But what we breathe out is what? Just carbon dioxide What you will be breathing out? Life First Corinthians chapter 6, 19 to 20 It says, What know ye not that ye are what? The temple of the living God the Holy Ghost dwells in you, which you have of God. See, so God is in me, and God has brought me to life. How? By putting life in me. Do you understand know what I am saying? And God is in me, what, can, what should come out of me? Life. You are going to see a lot of things. Lastly, your hands are gates. Everybody say Hand gates. Yes, your hands are gates. Because God has ordained that through your hands power anointing will flow. Listen carefully to me. That's why it is possible to lay hands on the sick and they do what? And they recover. But stop and think for a second. Many people, their hand gates never work. I remember telling somebody recently who had a problem with something. I said, go there, go there. Go and lay hands on the thing and speak. Lay hands on the thing and speak. Lay hands on the thing and speak. Even in inanimate objects We've taught you this one. Even inanimate objects, respond to what? To the word of God. Sometimes your car refuses to walk. You see? It's there. Everyone say it's there. God is waiting for you to do what? Activate it. Lay hands on your car. Let people will laugh at you. It might not work that day. Keep laying hands on the car. While the elders of hell are watching, do you really have revelation knowledge? Do you really know that this thing is there? You know what I feel like doing now? Lay hands on everybody here. But I won't. We will lay hands on ourselves. Okay. Very shortly. Every man will lay his own hands on himself. Your hands, your hands, your hands have power in them. God expects that you will know that there is life that can come forth from your hands. Imagine for a second that your hand gates are open. In other words The power of God flows through your hand gates. Is there anything you will touch that will not prosper? So, but but is the power of God there? Yes. So why do we struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle and nothing happens? No revelation. You do not know that there is power in your hands. If I know the value of my hands and the power that God has put in my hands, will I take bribe? I won't. I won't If I know the power and the value Of the anointing that God has put in my hands Will I pinch the Back side of my secretary And say praise the Lord
2: I won't I won't
0: Why? Because I know that These hands are not Ordinary hands So the reason why we do The things we do Is out of what? Ignorance Yes, you don't know because you do not know, you just allow your hands to just be bathing anyhow. Meanwhile, you know, God has put something there, so that anything you put that hand on, it must work. You know that, and it works. Before I knew all of this, before I knew all of this, I'd always practiced it. I just knew that it was nice. For taking the proposal somewhere, that it's good to just lay my hands on anything and speak a word of, over it. And, and it worked. But I didn't, you know. Before this, like somebody said. What did we talk about in January? The man said, first fruit. That one, the person has his own, his own life, his first fruit revelation.
1: It is good, at least you know one thing.
0: And you believe in it. Some who are laughing, they don't believe in any. They know none. Do you see the problem of Christendom today? Is that you are, even the new Jerusalem has how many gates? Twelve gates. That is the one that is to to come, so God knows something about gates and made you so that you have gates. And why did He give you gates so that you can control? You see, your hands are not now to just be that's why the Bible says, Lay hands suddenly on who? On no one. Yes, that simply means that they, you, have, you have absolute control. You can't imagine the amount of control that we have. That's why I said, If you don't bring the dead, we'll go and look for them it's just that God wants to see will these people work in what I have put in them the answer is, of course is no most of them are not interested in working in that now you must all realize suddenly that ah, a lot of gates are shut you know because gates are not shut nobody here will make a mistake nobody here will make a mistake you will know precisely where to go you will know what to do you know when to do it. That we make mistakes tells us clearly that gates are not open. So somebody brings me a big, nice proposal, and look at it because my eye gates are open. I said, "It's okay, praise the Lord, praise the Lord." The Lord said, "I should not." He um, said, "I should leave this one for now." Hmm? Let let me let me be praying. Let me be praying. But you know that they are not going ahead with it. But when the eye gates are shut, what happens? You still see the relationship between your eye gates and your brain. When your eye gates are shut, what do you see? You just see at the bottom of the proposal, 2 billion naira. Somebody came to me the other day, really just two days ago, said there's this Chinese people, they are doing this, they are doing that, you know, and that, they, that all they need for investment is 1 million U.S. I said, man, 1 million U.S. should they call like that? Yeah. <laughs> I said, you have no respect. <laughs> I said, I don't think you have traveled before. It's true. It's true. If you go to America, the Americans respects one dollar. It's Nigerian. nigeria they don't respect anything. You know, if, I, if, I, if I, there are people that I just come to dash, and I give you one dollar. Just look at me. Just look at me. And be saying your heart is not your fault. It doesn't happen in the U.S. It does not happen in the U.S. One dollar. Fifty am I? Ah, One dollar. Because when I saw the respect they had for one dollar, I became ashamed. Because I mean we just I'm, some other, you if you see hundred naira, you don't you just you know. Somebody comes and gives somebody gave me profit offering the other day. I'll it, I think it's more one hundred naira notes, which I've not seen for so long. I have to quickly say that I'm sorry. You know, because everybody wants to see five hundred naira. You know. Not twenty naira. It's okay. <laughs> it's not money. Why? Because Everything is shut down But today everything is going to open Because we are in the season Remember that In talking about gates I have explained to you about who The elders of hell And that Jesus is the way To ensure that the gates of hell Do not prevail against the church Is for the church to have what A revealed knowledge of what is going on As I am speaking Some people's eye gates, ear gates are opening because nobody shot them you shot them yourself there are two ways we are in the period of very intense warfare Matthew 11 verse 12 it says from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered what? violence and the violence do what? take it by force when gates now listen listen pay attention to me now because some of is things blend or else, it's just the irony of this whole thing. It's the, the major irony of life. Suddenly, somebody will say, oh, "What did he say? He's gone." So listen, it's because I'm going to begin to use the word gates on two levels now. It says, "The kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence take it by force." So when gates, listen carefully, refuse to open, you can do what? You can force them open. Remember that. Listen, we are talking about. Eye gates, ear gates, mouth gates, hand gates, right? Nose gates, right? Good. But then, the second side of gates is that Jesus says that hell has what? Gates. Now, I'm now going to talk about how do we open gates. Do you understand me? And, that I'm, and I'm going to use the word gates on two levels. We are talking about one, the gates, eye gates, nose gates, and then gates that have been shut against you. Do you understand? How do you open them? You open them also the same way. You can open them by force. Just like you can open your eye gates, nose gates by what? By force. Good. Now let me explain that. First Corinthians 16, verse 9. Paul says, for a great door, for that what door you can put gates. For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many what? Adversaries. We can call those adversaries who the elders of hell. The door is open, the gate is open, but there's somebody that says you will not go through. Do you understand? Somebody says you will not go through. Now, what do we mean by when we say when like the season of violence and intense warfare? Paul says again in first Corinthians fifteen thirty-two. He says, If after the manner of men. I have fought with beasts at Ephesus. What advantage it me if the dead rise not? The important thing that says if after the manner of men I have fought with who? Beasts. Ah. What kind of beasts did Paul fight with? Was he a David trying to bring down bears and, and lions and things? No. He's referring to hear spiritual beings. To make us understand well, Don't take it and go and say that we to see beasts, this is what it means. I just want you to understand, so you can flow with me. Paul is saying, I have fought with the elders of hell. I just want you to understand, Do you understand me, but that's not what beasts there mean. It just means spiritual beings, do you understand? And when he says, I have fought. How does a man in the flesh fight what? A spiritual being. Certainly it cannot be Muhammad Ali versus Frazier. It's in the place of what? Of prayer. We must be willing, we must be willing to fight. We must be willing to kick doors open. We must be willing to force gates open. Do you understand? That's way number one. The way of will intense combat and put that into practice very shortly. Rule number two Matthew 18 Matthew 18 is a prayer of agreement. Let me explain a bit about kicking doors. Just this week I had the opportunity of because this is just an example that just came to me and I think God wants to just I'll explain it to you in a veiled manner I had the opportunity of kicking a door, and all it took was a phone call, and I told the person, I said, you know something, I never really get angry, but when I do get angry, that person is in trouble. You are playing with fire now. If you continue like this, you will lose your job. You better check and find out that those who fooled around me in the past, they all lost their jobs. Do You want to lose your job, because I do not like people who do not play on a level playing ground. Said, said, these words are too strong. Please, please, please. These words are too strong. He said, please, please, please. He started begging me, Begged me and beg me and beg me. Two things could have happened. The first, one I said, "Bang the phone down on me," I said, "Go to hell." But something made the person really afraid, and I was, I was really angry. Do you understand? I will stop there. I won't say the person really. He used every available means to beg me that day and I accepted the begging and let the matter rest. I'll give you another example. I've told you that before. I went to do a presentation before a whole board of a very big company in this country and they were just being nice. Just being nice. They said, chief, welcome. I said, hey. I'm not the chief. Ah, I didn't even know I'd be like that. I just shouted at the man. So said, the man, Move back. He said, ah, But what is wrong with being called a chief? I said, I'm a pastor. He said, Then another man, another director said, And I went there to look for work. Oh. <laughs> the other man said, Another director said, Pastor, chief. Doctor. I said, I'm not the same thing. I said, The pastor is the father of the chief. He said, I will never be a chief. Ah, everybody just kept quiet. Then the elders of hell said to me, Be careful, oh! there might be some Muslims on this board, This oh. <laughs> Two, this, uh, this is the reality of life. I could, and I could ease for a second. I said, ah! <laughs> so I don't miss this thing now. So I just realized that this cannot be good. I said, get thee behind me, Satan. Finished my presentation, got approval. Everything I wanted, I got. They said, in fact, that they might come and hear me preach in church, that it sounded as if I was preaching a sermon. I said, thank God for that. I packed my load and I left and took my money also and left. <laughs> so there, there is a place for righteous indignation. But the second bit of opening gates is Matthew 18, 18 to 20, I want us to read together quickly. Quickly, quickly. That's what we to do three things right now. Are we all there? One, two, go. Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever it shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever it shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Two or three gathered in my name is what? That's the minimum number for the church. Everybody say minimum number. minimum number of the church is two or three gathered together in the name of who, Jesus. And then the, the, the top part is whatsoever. It doesn't say something. It says anything that you bind where on earth is bound where. Anything that you bind in on earth is done in heaven. Anything that you lose, that you permit here, is also loosed and permitted where? In heaven. So how come we are always binding, 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 and as you bind it's like the sons of Skiva, somebody is slapping you. It then, then to show God doesn't waste words. For emphasis he says, again I say unto you, that each two of you shall agree this is a prayer of agreement now, on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. You see the danger of a huge gathering, supposedly in the name of Jesus, but a mixed multitude. Because the Bible says also clearly if I regard iniquity in my heart, what will happen? The Lord will not hear me. That's why you can bind and lose and bind and lose and bind and lose, and nothing is happening. It's time to take God at his word. I do that now. That's why I said I'm going to give all of you a sticker that simply says, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And it's true. The only reason is like, If I lay my hands on my car and the car doesn't work, How will it work if that hand is always taking bribes? How will it work? How will I open my mouth and pour forth righteous indignation? Even the same mouth, I'm always telling that sister without meaning it at all. Ah, God spent extra time when he made you. Oh boy. Did you look at yourself in the mirror today? The way you mix colors is just it's amazing. (laughs) Amazing. They open the same mouth and say, Be careful. You and look at you and say what's wrong with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So wh- wh- that drives us to one point One major point And that major point is that We must take God seriously We must fear Him We must live right I mean, I want to Because the, if you, I can't tell you And I can't tell everybody I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell I have seen What God wants to do It will blow some people away. Not into bad places But It will be difficult to comprehend And believe And the interesting thing is that in his wisdom, he has decided that he will use this church believe me, I'm not saying so that you can join CODO there's no need, me go and we in the haste to find, enter where God is going, so if you like you can follow me as I follow Christ, that's what the Bible says, now what we want to do next is this quickly, we want to pray, the prayer of agreement first, listen, so that all gates open, do you understand me? right it is the intention God never made you so that your gates will be shut no way how do you think the Bible says in the cool of the evening God would come and walk and have a chat with Adam how how did that happen Adam that was made with clay his gates were open everything was open he could see God he could talk to God he could comprehend when problem came what he started hearing was Adam where art thou Something happened because suddenly he believed that this same God that he could see and talk to so freely. Somebody told him a lie that he could now hide from him. Prayer number one is a prayer of repentance. The best scripture for me that I want us to use for repentance. The Bible says, if we confess our sins, listen carefully, listen, listen. If we confess our sins, it's and just. What we are about to do today is not what we've always done here so I don't want anybody to fool around with what we are going to do here today I don't want anybody to fool around what we are about to do today, I'm going to tell God I've fooled around enough but from this moment on you helping me I'm not going to fool around anymore and when I tell him I've fooled around enough you know the fooling around enough that I've done all those of you who have been taking and giving bribes you will tell him today, no more all those who have been sleeping with who they ought not to sleep with you will tell him today no more then after that we will pray a prayer of agreement and ask God to open all it's also simple Elijah said Lord open his eyes it's so simple so simple and so or once, once your gates open you are not going to make a mistake again stupid errors no way then thirdly will spend some time and kick some doors open okay for the prayer of repentance I'd like to use scripture turn with me to Psalm 51 let's read together verses 1 through to 10 okay verses 1 to 12 Psalm 51 verses 1 to 12 are we all there let's read together quickly 1 2 go have mercy upon me O God according to thy loving kindness according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts. And in the healing path thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities.
2: Create in me a clean heart, O
0: God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of the salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Let us just spend some time and just tell God, have mercy upon me, Lord. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. Any it's upon, have mercy upon me, Lord. Lord, have mercy, 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 mercy. Mercy upon me, Lord. But according to your loving kindness, according unto the multitude of tender mercies, quietly, Lord, have mercy, Lord. Oh Lord, have mercy upon me, 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 for Lord. I come before your throne of grace. Your throne of mercy. I come by the blood of Jesus. And I ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you have mercy upon me. For indeed Almighty God, it is against you and your offense. Have I seen Lord? Oh Lord,
2: wash, wash,
0: wash. I beat the blood of Jesus Oh my spirit, over my soul, for my Oh Lord, sure would I be to show
2: myself in this body of life? I just answer the word of Thanks,
0: have mercy Lord. Mercy, 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 mercy. We all gather together here this evening we say, Lord have mercy Lord. Mercy, mercy, mercy. For your mercies they endure forever Lord. Lord God Almighty upon us, reign fresh mercy to me. According to your loving kindness, according unto the multitude of your tender mercies, Lord, what have our transgressions before you. Because your word says it because of our sins are faithful, you are just
1: to forgive us.
0: We ask, Lord, that you forgive us today. We ask, Lord, that you have mercy upon us, Lord. Lord, let your mercy come upon us, Lord. Today, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Please, this is for a minute. I need to do something before I go to the next prayer point. Um, Listen, what we are doing here is serious business today. Really, really serious business. Now, we have more people than we normally have. So, some people are here. You've never, you've never really committed your life to Christ. Now you're going to create a problem for yourself. For yourself. It can't be for us. Because we want to pray prayers of agreement. Now if you've never given your life to Christ, what I want you to do is just quickly, wherever you are, just put up your hand now. Right now. Quickly. So that we can all pray together. But you need to be. God bless you. Anybody else? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Anybody else? Quickly. Okay, now this' that thing about you people. There are people sitting down here. You know. Okay, the lady who put up her hand. All you just need to just ask God. Just say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Accept that you died for me on the cross. Accept the sacrifice on the cross. Please, Lord, accept me as one of your own. That's all. That's all. That's such a simple prayer. Okay. Now the next thing I want us to do is this. The Bible says in Matthew 18. That if we bind anything here, it will be bound in in heaven. If we lose anything here, it will be lose where? In heaven. For if two people shall agree on anything, because where two or three are gathered together, there where God himself is. So let's just, first for today, just go into groups of threes. Yeah, quickly, quickly, quickly. Oh yeah, hold hands, hold hands, hold hands. Sit down, everybody sit down, everybody sit down, everybody sit down. I'm going to give a, a lecture, not a sermon, a lecture on God at another day. There's a problem, you know the, the problem is, we've got to become what? God conscious. Everybody say God conscious. God. What we are doing right now, we are not God conscious at all. You know what God conscious means? It means that you know that God is here. You know that He's just by your side. You know He's watching you. You know He knows everything about you. You know He's waiting to do something for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you, you, everything about you must show that you know that God, that you cannot see. Is here. Not just, you know, some people actually sat down until everybody else was forming groups before they now got up. I can point them out. Don't do that now, please. Eh? Just, just know that God is here. I know what I'm talking about. He says, if you draw near to me, what does he say? I will draw near to you. you treat him with contempt what will he do? he will treat you with contempt too someone says ah, we want to pray a prayer of agreement who can enforce that prayer? it's God and his word says do what anything you, you hold down here I'll do it for you anything you lose here I'll do it for you want to tell him Lord open our eye gates open our mouth gates open our ear gates open our hand gates open our nostril gates you can't do it then it's like you don't understand the benefits because you just then just do things anyhow let's not do things anyhow before god eh? please let's rise and then i'm not saying you must jump but let's be god conscious please If they are loose hands somewhere, then just join join hands. It's okay. I hope there's not one person standing alone, no. That's another thing now. Just somebody. Okay. Listen, listen to me. Father, we bring your word back to you. Your word that is forever settled in heaven. Your word that can never return void your word that must always prosper your word that you have magnified above all of your name it is your word we bring back to you for you and your word are one Lord and Lord it is written it says verily I say unto you whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven Lord your word says again I say unto you if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in their midst. Lord, we are gathered together in your name. And so today, Lord, we've come, standing upon your word, to ask that in your mercy you'll open our eye gates, our ear gates, our nose gates, our mouth gates, our hand gates. Almighty God, it is you we have come to. Now let's all lift up our voices and just say, Lord, open, open my eyes my eye gets, oh my nose gets, Lord. Oh my ear gets, Lord. Oh my hand gets, oh my Lord. We agree, we agree, we agree, Lord. Oh yes, Lord, we agree. Each one of us, Lord, we agree. Yes Lord. Yes Lord. yes, Lord. yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we agree, we agree, Lord. My son for our mission, he is the answer. We go, sir, Saturday. Leba, that goes for me, brother. We are the people of Jesus. Open eye gates, Lord. Let all the eye gates open yesterday. Let all the air gates open yesterday, Lord. Open, 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 Lord. Let our mouth gates all open yesterday. Open today, Lord. All mouth gates let them open. Let our hand gates open. Let them open today, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Let them open today. Open today, Lord. Yes, Lord. My day.
1: Satayas, the Kayas, the Kayas, the Kayas, the Kayas, the
0: Kayas, the Kayas, the the Kayas, the Kayas, the Kayas, Lift up your heads, oh, yeah, oh, and the King of Glory shall
1: come in. Lift up your heads, oh, my God. Lift up your heads today. Lift up your heads and let the King of Glory come in. Oh, let our ear get so good today. Let
0: our ear get so good today. Let our hand get so good today, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Rido baseri
1: Vaya sabah, vaya sabah, Hey! la a man of the people
0: who are living in the world. I am a man of the people
2: who are living in ba world. I am a ba
0: ba I am a man Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you and bless you. We say, Lord, as we have prayed, so let it be. Let all eye gates open today, Lord. Let all ear gates open today, all night, Lord. Let all mouth gates open today. Oh Lord, we say, let all hand gates open today, Lord. Ah, let our nose gates all open today. For we are the temple of the living God, and you dwell in us, Lord. Glory and honor we give unto you in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Now let us turn to Matthew sixteen eighteen and Matthew eleven twelve. Matthew sixteen eighteen and Matthew eleven twelve. Quickly, what we are going to do next is this: each person here knows some gates that are just refusing to open, so those gates are going to open today. Gates to the American Embassy, yeah. yes, gates to breakthroughs, yeah. wombs that have refused to bear children, yeah. they must bear children, yeah. they will open today, yeah. gates to our well-being, they must open today, yeah. they were not meant to be shut against us, let's read together Matthew sixteen, eighteen. 1, 2, go. And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So, we, don't worry. Stop there. So, i are going to tell God that He has said that the gates of hell, and we're telling that we know that the gates of hell are manned by the elders of hell, and that they will not prevail against us because we know who we are now. Do you understand me? Go then. Matthew eleven twelve. Matthew 11:12. Are we all there? One, two, go And from the days of John the Baptist until now The kingdom of heaven suffered violence And the violence take it by force So I'm going to tell God that We will take these gates by force Now each person mention the gates that you want open You know some people, all you want open here You're just looking for a visa to the U.S. So that place they call American Embassy. Remember that Psalm twenty-four verse one starts by saying, "What the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof." So you can bring even that before them and say, "This thing belongs to me. This place belongs to me. You come under my complete control." And therefore, I say you must open, lift up your heads, O ye gates of the American Embassy. Lift up your heads, O ye gates of. Of, 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 the, of customs and excise, lift up your heads. Oh, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, and tell the tell, tell those that the King of glory must come in. You elders of hell, you will not prevail against me, for I am the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Lift up your heads so when you get, lift up your heads so when you get.
1: Glory,
2: your name
1: in battle. Glory, your name. My love, is your name.
2: And a glory, your name. My name,
1: You worry,
2: you're
1: not going to be
2: battle. You're not going to
1: be in battle.
2: You're
1: not going to be in battle. you battle.
2: And all the money,
1: money, 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 Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Oh, clap your hands, oh, clap your hands, oh, clap your hands, all you people. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Clap unto the Lord of Lords, the mighty warrior, the man of war, Jehovah himself. Clap your hands unto him! Oh, lift up your voices and shout.